You are listening to the first episode of Unleash Her Potential, inspiring women in STEM, also known as science, technology, engineering, and math. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. My name is Grace, and today we are talking about women in science, more specifically, biology, ecology, and evolution. Today, I am joined by Tracy Rogers, a professor of evolution and ecology at the University of New South Wales. She has done some amazing things as a woman in STEM, from working in Antarctica studying sea leopards for her PhD. She has also had her own TED Talk here in Sydney and has many articles on the conversation all about mammals and marine ecology. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today. What inspired you to develop a passion towards women in science? I'm inspired all the time and even this morning when I was coming to work, I overheard these boys from Sydney Boys High. One of them said, no, you can't do biology. Girls do biology. And I thought, it's true. Most of our undergraduates are actually females. Somewhere between all these women going into undergraduate, they sort of fall off a perch at the other end. Things like that inspire me all the time to want to improve and increase the number of women in science. The thing that disappoints me is even a discipline like biology, where there are a lot of females going into, it's like a leaky pipe. They start to disappear as they go through the system. We have in our school, there's only five female professors out of like 29 professors. So we need to keep in touch with them. There's some key challenges of being a woman in science. Do you think that that would be a factor of them not continuing to pursue it? And if there was any challenges... Would you be able to explain a couple? One of the big challenges is there aren't many senior female researchers. There aren't many role models for you as a young biologist coming through. They're mostly senior men and develops this sort of unconscious bias. People then expect males will be a better biologist than the female. When I was studying my PhD and I was heading off to Antarctica to go and work on leopard seals, I met the senior research scientists for the Australian Antarctic Division and he said, oh my God, you're a girl. And then he said, men study seals, girls study penguins. You should reconsider your project. I was just floored. And there was only a handful of women going to Antarctica on a ship of about 200 men. But then I met this same scientist years later and he'd said to me, I always knew that you do well. I put my money on you, which made me realize they betted on me. He genuinely believed women shouldn't be studying seals. That unconscious bias comes in lots of parameters and in a general sense say here in a university we know women scientists get cited less you get less recognition that women get less funding and because you've got less funding you can attract fewer students so you do less research so your career doesn't advance as quickly often the head of the school will give young women a lot of the teaching you've got less time for research all those things come into play Today, you wouldn't have the scientists saying to a young researcher, women don't work on seals, they work on penguins, but they probably would give you all the teaching. When you're doing all this hard work with the teaching, you don't get ahead. That collides with the time women are wanting to start having a family. So in their 20s and 30s is that time they need to be productive and get a permanent job. Have you observed any positive changes in terms of gender equality in ecology or biology? I've observed enormous sort of changes. People like administrators, like heads of schools, they're aware of this and try to make changes. And there still is unconscious bias, but I think things are starting to change. But inherently the same things are there, that there's 
few female role models in senior positions and this colliding between the timing of women making families as well as having to really push to start their career. What are some effective strategies or initiatives that can help raise the percentage of women in biology? In biology, we probably don't need to be increasing the number of undergraduates because there's more women than there are men keeping them in that pipeline. I've done lots of work in schools, work on radio, TV and YouTube to try to encourage females, but also young guys into science. I think the really important places is to have women in maths and physics and in chemistry. But then once they've come in, making a space for them and making workplace arrangements that are family friendly and don't always bias the women. How do you think women scientists can contribute to inspiring and encouraging the younger generation of women? As a senior scientist, is that encouraging and showing young people, like I made it, you can make it. So doing work in the broad media as well as with younger students is really important because that lack of role models, we want to be what we can see. If they're always seeing the crusty old bearded biologists, right? That's not me. That's not what I want to be. So the Antarctic scientist that flounces around with silk scarves, maybe there is someone out there that goes, yes, that's what I can be. It is hard, but don't just fall away out of that leaky pipe. What advice would you give to young women who are interested in pursuing a career in ecology, biology? If it was me starting again, I'd do exactly what I did. And that is follow the things you love and the passion you love. Even if you were told women don't work on seals, they work on penguins. If you want to work on seals, you work on seals. Stick with the research, but do the research you love. So you want to do things that you put 150% in, which is the stuff that makes your eyes buckle. Thanks for listening to Unleash Her Potential, inspiring women in STEM. Please get in touch. Our email address is unleashherpotential at gmail.com. We will see you next week.